what's up? It's Street Fight, kicking it old school, recording together like a couple of buddies. Hey, gang, we're ready to do this thing. Hip-hop style, we share the mic. We're not sitting all the way across from each other like a couple of fucking losers. We're in the cypher. Huh? We ain't sitting all far away from each other like people who have had 10 years of success and a bunch of new uh, equipment. Not us. Just like the first time we recorded. Hum dum diddle diddle Hum dum diddle diddle Okey dokey pokey chokey lokey dokey do. Hello, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We're happy you're here. Oh, this is wonderful. This is so cozy. Um, we have a mixing board. We have a really nice phone. We have a brand new phone line. We have an incredible amount of stuff. We are still trying to put it together and figure out how it all works. Um, we haven't given Jason enough time. Um, we're terrible small business owners uh, who, like, basically our employees show up and we're like, you need to make this shit fucking work or you're fucking on your ass tomorrow. That's what I was saying right before we turned on the stream. Um, but I just want to give, like, the full... I want I, everybody to know that I was just doing that. Uh, I would never <laughs> yell at any of the people that work for us. Uh, it's our fault because we never like want to work basically yeah i hate working that's it's, true that's I, why this is happening because i yeah the reason we hired people is because we hate working but to make it even worse for those people we also never just want to work and like, like get them in front of the stuff it's like yeah. you know my wife books the shows and she'll be asking me questions and i'm like i'm off right now i don't care about right. that <laughs> yes yeah, different time for that yeah. yeah before we get started here look at him with this book i want to like let it. you know i want to let you know we do have a p.o box if you want to send us mail p.o box 82306 columbus ohio 43202 send it to street fight media we're accepting your mail we got um edible gold leaf what are we gonna do with that Put it on something? Is it? I don't know who sent it, and maybe if you want to send a message to explain, I'm guessing they wanted us to say it's bullshit and that it doesn't make your food worth $10,000. Brett, you sent me a text about that, but instead of putting like the right punctuation, you put a question mark, and I was like, I don't fucking know if we got edible gold leaf. Like the way you said it, you were I thought you were asking me oh, if we got edible like, gold leaf, and I'm like, where? I don't know. Maybe. Ah. Uh, Yes, I meant to say like um, I'm don't know where this is came, where this came from. Do you? I'm gonna eat some of it. Did we talk about it on the did we talk about it on the show? I, don't I feel like think we did. Well, I've talked about edible gold leaf, but I mean, if I did, I probably said there's no way it tastes good. Right, it probably tastes like metal. It's like chewing on a penny. Yeah, yeah, that tin. I used to chew on change when I was a little kid. I used to love. I used to suck on the change. I did The juices fill in the side of your mouth, and you just get that really oh that briny like. Metal. Ooh, love it. I was, so, um, okay. we have some live events that we're going to be participating in soon. Um, a big one is Splania Mania. Have you heard about it? I've heard about it, man. Hey, look, me and Brad are both uh, wrestling fans. Uh, we're actually going to Las Vegas for Double or Nothing. We're, we're going to New York for WrestleMania weekend. And uh, it's very exciting because we don't really talk about wrestling on the show very much. I mean, I sometimes will pop in like some terminology or something, but like I get to sit in front of an audience and talk wrestling. If you ever want to see, I mean, if you ever want to, if you've ever wanted to see me like talk about something I'm passionate about and love a lot, then that would be the show to go to. <laughs> yeah. It's um, Sunday, April 7th at 5 p.m. in Queens, New York at Queens Brewery. 
Uh, that's off the Halsey L. They're gonna make me. They're gonna make me get up early for this show. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get to get him up early. We we'll get him a breakfast around four p.m. Early breakfast around four p.m. Uh, if you want to get tickets, the place to go is bit.ly/splaniamania. Get in there now because they're gonna sell out, folks. It's gonna be a wonderful event. I, I really hear people driving up from Philly to see that one. Really? Yeah, they're going for a double dose of Street Fight. Oh. Um, well, I think we're just guests on that one. I don't want to promise you an hour of no, Street right. Fight. It's not going to be that. But I'll hang out it's with just you. It's going to be hanging around watching wrestling and making jokes um, about our favorite pro wrestlers. Yeah. Um, you can also come see us live. That's coming soon. Uh, we are going to be in Philly on April 3rd. We're going to be performing live in New York City on Saturday night, April 6th. The ticket is live. If you go to the Littlefield, New York City... Um, there's a Facebook event now too. You can get tickets. You need to get in there. We're going to have Chapo in the house. We're going to have Leslie Lee. We're going to have who else? Katie Halper. Katie Halper. We're going to have, this is going to be a big fucking fun, wild show. That's going to happen nowhere else. And I'll make a personal one time only one I'll, night. And it's not, it can't be two shows. Cause we're banking on an intermission and, uh, We've decided we're going to do an intermission, so you need to get tickets for this. There's no show happening after. There's a show happening after us. We can't get a second show. Yeah, but you're going to get. I can. I, I can make a. You're going to get a lot of. I mean, it's going to be a street fight Chapo show. There's going to be part uh, a, a part of that. It's that our people show. Like it's our but show, show, but it's. Up. You know, they'll be there. It's our show. It's like our territory. We're we're the one peeing all over the thing. But I'm saying that you're going to get the thing that a lot of people like and don't get very often. Sure. Well, we give it to them every six months. Yeah, every six <laughs> months you get it, and this is one of the times. Right. Uh, then we're going to do uh, Portland, Maine on Wednesday. When's Portland, Maine? Uh, the 9th, maybe? Why yeah. do I think the 9th? The 9th sounds right. April. Yeah, and then uh, Boston is happening on the 11th, 11th, I believe. Yeah. Get those tickets too, man. That one's going to be tight. That one, But I it's not to, on sale yet. Yeah, so. I have to make the tickets for those. <laughs> I'm going to finalize that tomorrow. Tomorrow's a work day. I'm getting up, so you'll be able to do that. Um, let's see. The last bonus video that just went up is Grasshoppers also. Like saddest dude in the history of the world runs yeah. a restaurant. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but we watched Kitchen Nightmares on the bonus sh- uh, for the bonus show this week. And we watched it like a month ago, but it just got posted. And it's this place called Grasshoppers also with this really sad guy named Mitch who is just the biggest, like, pushover that gets walked all over and treated like shit by everybody in his life constantly. Dream manager, really. He's the You would want manager. him as a manager, but he's not good at running a business. So if you add him as a manager, it's probably going to go out of, out of business. But those Patreon videos are really fucking fun. Uh to do and people seem to really enjoy them so we got a really funny undercover boss one coming up from white castle so i would uh i would get that i would get on there yeah i'm pretty much like uh i have to take a shower before i go to bed like i need a whole thing yeah a routine yeah it feels so good to climb in bed clean though yeah yeah and it's not because i think the bed should be a clean place because i lay in my bed in my shoes and i eat doritos in bed oh god hey Come on, don't judge. Stop it. Stop it. What? Don't do that. If I'm hungry. It's keep it in the food places. Uh, yeah. 
in my mouth sleep in a oily ass Dorito no I don't like put the Doritos on the bed I don't like dump chips on the bed and just start eating where do you wipe your hands where do you wipe your hands I wipe my hands where I wipe everything your boxers yeah like on my pants oh I don't wear boxers in bed you think I lay around naked you're eating Doritos in bed with jeans on and you're wiping them on your jeans not jeans probably my pajamas oh you're putting it ugh. my adidas shorts i wear to bed yeah i just wipe. i wipe everything on my pants dude that's what pants are for ugh. well pants are to cover your stuff but they're also for wiping i just i actually just put uh the new rule of no eating in the bed i just that came down to my household because it's getting too out of control with them they just think they can live in the fucking bed uh, I lived in an apartment one time that had like the shittiest window air conditioner in the bedroom, but that was the only room with air conditioning. Right. And I just spent all my time in there. And I spend all my time in my bedroom now because my TV in my living room, the speakers are blown. God damn. And dude. I can't afford a TV. So my wife and kid don't mind watching TV with blown speakers. I don't know how the fuck they do it, but I can't buy a TV right now. You're an audio because you're an audiophile. I'm an audiophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just say we're not doing this show with this buds, okay? Right. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I just I don't have. I should be able to get a TV. Like I swear, people are handing TVs out for free these days. But for some reason, every time I go to look at them, I'm like, I ain't got six hundred dollars or whatever it's gonna cost me. So I just don't buy one. I just watch TV in my bed all the time. And now I even just lay in my bed. Instead of sitting on the couch in the living room, I just go up and lay in bed. I'm so used to being in bed now. You should, uh, man. People, uh, people, I mean, it's dangerous. People are just going to live there. And they're going to get, like, those VR goggles for their phone. And they just put them on their head and then just, like, lay in their bed and get bed sores and shit. And just That's live true. in a greasy Dorito film. <laughs> if we didn't have Street Fight, like... If I, if, well, if I had a real job, I would be okay. But if we didn't have the tours and I didn't have to leave to do the show, that would probably be a danger. But like, I I have a, like a real thing where like I have to leave my house once a day. I can't ever just stay in the house all day, or I'll freak out. Sure, I just don't like being in the house, you know. So like, I get up. I go take a walk usually is is my thing. But even if I don't take a walk, I go to the store. If I don't go to the store, I go to a walk. Like, basically, I'm not sitting in the house all day. Sure, sure. I will, like, go get a coffee just so that I left my house. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I have an app that, like, I let track my time and stuff. And sometimes it'll be like, you didn't leave the house three days this month. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, that is crazy. Yeah, that would be about, cool. Yeah. I wish I could, man. My wife sometimes will be like me and the kid are just taking a lazy day. Yeah. And they'll just sit on the couch and watch TV all day. But the thing is, that lazy day doesn't happen if they don't have somebody willing to do the running for them. Sure. And sure. my we, house. We all know your troubles. Yeah. Your strife. That's my strife. <laughs> I'm the guy behind the scenes. Yeah. Making sure you can have a friggin' lazy day. That's yeah. how I feel about it. I'm like, yeah. look, you want to have a lazy day? Groceries have to get bought. How are they going to get bought? I go do it. You need special treats. Yeah. Right? You need a tea. Need treats for a lazy day. That's right. for sure. A right. latte, a mocha, right. cafe mocha. Oh, yeah. I feel like, man, I feel like I'm getting taxed by fucking coffee place every time I leave now. Like, it makes me not want to leave. My drink is like six bucks now for 
when I go and I shouldn't be getting Spread it every that. day because yeah, it makes me feel that. horrible because yeah. I do $42 a week on oh coffee. Oh my God, that is so outrageous. I know, but I love it. It tastes so good. I It's even Starbucks for me too, which is the worst. Like yeah. I'm such a... Just, Basic. Just, yeah. I, I, I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Suburban... You know, just doing my thing. I like their cafe mocha. I need to get back into coffee, coffee, I think, is what yeah. it needs to happen. Because those cafe mochas probably got like 9,000 calories in them, too. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a cafe mocha phase. I like chocolate, man. I don't know what to tell you. I do, too. Yeah. But I like you, drinks, I don't too. even like the hot chocolate. I don't like the drinkable chocolates. Mm, not me. You just have something in your mind where a drink has to quench your thirst? No, I'd rather have like hot apple cider over hot chocolate. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's fancy. Cinnamon stick in there. Yeah. Hot apple. Some mold wine. Give me some hot mold wine. Hot apple cider is something like uh, uh, that the, the settlers had to have. Just yeah, yeah. They loved it. They because were squeezing apples. And they're like, we can't get any. Ooh, piping hot cider. <laughs> we don't got any chocolate. We can't get any chocolate over here. Yeah. We'll have a hot cider. It's like, oh, okay. It works. Whatever. Didn't work out for you, I guess. I like it. Yeah. I can always think about like. I just saw Elizabeth Warren on TV this week talking about breaking up the tech giants. Uh-huh. But like while she's talking about it, she goes into this thing like, look, you're still going to be able to search through 68 coffee makers to then pick the one that you want and have it mailed to your house in two days. And I'm like, okay, but like that also has to be a thing that yeah, we're we have working to on. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like all these bad things that are destroying the fucking planet and eating up all its resources. You're still going to be allowed to do that stuff. It's just going to be the communist way of doing it or the socialist way of doing it or the conscious capitalist way to do it. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's not unlimited stuff. Right, right. That's the fucking problem. Yeah, we have to rethink a lot of stuff like (laughs) that. And uh, I don't know. Uh, People are just really into... The brands and the chains, as long as they have that and can constantly get things, replacements, it's fine, you know? People do love brands. Yeah. I I think, like, uh, if we could narrow it all down to one brand and you can't just have anything you want, I'd be fine with that. Like, if we nationalized Amazon and then took Amazon Basics and we're just like, this is what you get, I'd be okay with that. We just got to really cut down on the selection of things. It's too much. You just, not any old buddy should be able to be like, oh, you know, I make coffee makers now. Right, right. And it's just the same as the Mr. Coffee. Right. Which I don't, I'm not trying to keep Mr. Coffee in business, but it's just the same thing, but with a different label on it. And they're making like triple the amount of them. It's like, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Right, right. I'm against it, man. If in, in my dream world... A grocery store would be a lot smaller, I think. Yeah. That's and, the thing about it. And we just have barrels of food that you can scoop into any receptacle that I, you want, right? I made Brett and uh, my brother-in-law kind of sick at a concert because I was really thirsty. And, like, for some reason at concert venues, they only give you drinks in the smallest size cup. They never will give you enough. That would quench your thirst in a mosh pit. They're mm. like, even if you but order, they got big beers, dude. 
No, I'm talking about a water. I'm trying oh. to get water in my tum tum. No, that stuff is precious at a concert. Yeah, you just can't get it. It's like that's that's the free stuff. You can give right. me all that you want, and I just I was telling Brett and and my brother in law like if they just put a big trough of water there and you just walked up and you put a straw in it and started sucking out of it, I would do that right now. I would just stand there. I don't care who else is doing when, it. Would you get down on your hands and knees and lick it up like a dog? No, it would be on a table up high, oh, and you just, you just walk see. up to it, and you take your, you're carrying your metal straws now, uh -huh, uh -huh. you pull your metal <laughs> straw out, and you're just like, ah, yes, it's I'm going to have some of this water. Of water. And okay. like you could just drink as much as you could ever okay. have, you know? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I would do that, yeah. because I just want a lot of water. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I, like, even when we do live shows, it's like, hey, I need a bunch of water on stage, and they'll hand me, like, the smallest cup, and I'm like, oh, you're going to have to give me a fucking pitcher. Yeah. yeah. I need, like, a lot of water. I there. do. I prefer a colossal amount of water as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're running a concert venue where people mosh and stuff like that, maybe just make the water available. You know what was, you know, it's funny, I had, uh, this week, I took Erica to go see Cinderella, at the theater, the Rodgers and Hammerstein's version of uh, Cinderella, and we were gonna get drinks, and I and that place sucks, man. Yeah, the theater I saw that is like really outdated. Yeah, and I saw John Stewart there. The theater, like the the parking sucked ass. The snack stand was like so corny and bad, and like it cost so much money to see shows there. And they're selling like $3 boxes of M&M is like the best treat that you can get. So I go up there and it's like the only people that work at the theater too are all like retired librarian ladies with yeah. like statement glasses, you yeah. know? And uh, so then I, I, this lady's like a little rough looking and I say to her, um, can I get uh, two? Do you have, I said, do you have sparkling water? And she goes, no. Oh, we got club soda though. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, sure. Club soda is fine. <laughs> I forgot this wasn't like the, like, it's not new. Sparkling water isn't new. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know? There's a certain way you got to ask for it. Yeah, yeah. She knew it as club soda back in when she was like drinking yep. it. Yeah. They had to give it a name like soda to get people to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. To but when they like, first put the bubbles in water, people thought it was pop. They were like, holy shit, this stuff is magnificent. Right. Trans it's transformational. Yeah, it's a way to make your vodka go a little bit longer and zest it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like peppery Your water. middle of the day vodka. It's like when you when I was a kid, like when I would think of it as like peppery water. It's like s spicy water in a yeah, weird way. Yeah, it's great. You know? Remember the first time my daughter ever had a carbonated drink? I, I took her to this restaurant and I ordered a lemonade and they accidentally gave her Coke. And she took her first drink and she just started crying and said it was too spicy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I always felt real bad about it, but now I'm like... The other night, we're hanging out. Katie buys a big bottle of uh, Crown Royal Vanilla. Oh. Class. Is it good? <laughs> I don't drink. I love Crown Royal. Ugh. So uh, we have this Crown Royal, and my daughter's like, I'm going to take a shot of that. And she's like, go ahead, motherfucker. That's Because that's how I am, too. Like, these kids try to, you know, you're trying to threaten me? Sure. You're going to take a shot of this? Go ahead. I wouldn't let her hit a weed. But, like... Letting a letting a little kid take a shot of liquor. Be careful. 
Right. I'm not going to, I didn't do it. She right. didn't end I up know, doing it. I know. It. Just saying. But I'm saying that letting this a. This is new territory. So. It, well, no, because th this happened to me when I was a kid, is what I'm saying. Letting a little kid take a drink of liquor will scare them away from it for just a little bit longer because she don't know what that stuff tastes like. Sure, like, sure. imagine. A right, right. Child's palate hitting a fucking vanilla crown royal one yeah. time. So I was like, go for it. She chickened out, though. Because I'm not going to let this kid terrorize me with that kind of stuff. You know, oh, I'm going to go out and have sex or something. You know what I mean? Like these dads let their kids fucking terrorize them. They, these, their girls terrorize them. You know, you see know. them on TV holding guns up to their boyfriends and shit like that. Or like, you better not be out there drinking. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you're not going to terrorize me, motherfucker. I dare you to try it and then she doesn't do it isn't the dad usually terrorizing the kid i've never it's well like but in the controlling da dad but i'm really saying the... in the dad's mind he's being terrorized by this idea that his daughter's gonna do something that he disapproves of sure and i'm not gonna let that happen that's just not gonna happen to me i'm not worried about it once she hit 14 for some reason i was just like i remember being 14 like this is the first this is the earliest maybe 12 I mean, like i'm just i'm starting to get to memories of when i was a kid now you know with with my daughter it was like ah you know pretty mature i know i know what's going on in that head of yours i know what you guys are doing sure you know plus i talked to her a lot and you know right but uh yeah she didn't take a shot she's a coward i didn't i don't think i i remember the first shot of liquor i took i was just so shocked at how much people liked it because it was so bad. It was such a yikes drink, you know, uh, or beer. Your first drink of beer. You're like, you guys fucking drink this stuff. Ew. You know? Right. Nobody likes their first tastes of alcohol is what I'm saying. Right. But I was for me when I was like six though, like my took a sip of my dad's beer at the baseball game, like air eight or whatever. It was. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Terrible. I mean, my daughter t but has taken I sips still of beer. I started drinking like, like it 12 ish. Yeah. That's it. It didn't bother me trying it then. Yeah. You know what the thing is though, if we were in like another country, it would be now the time where I start letting her have a wine with dinner, you know? Well, yeah, not all the time really just for like weddings and cause you're sure. But she would be able to, to have a wine with your extended family and have like older cousins that would do that. Yes. I'm saying that like, if we were a more progressive society, I would be getting her ready to drink sure. maturely sure. instead of like what's really going to happen. Right. And she even said this to me. She was like, if I drink, it ain't going to be around you guys. So sure. it's like, oh, good. That's the best way to do it then, I guess. You know? <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. I mean, you'll get in fucking trouble if you get caught. I know. I, that's true. I should be like, you know, if you get caught, then I'm going to have to yell at you and be mean. You know, right. I've been starting to thinking about that because uh, I, I I was watching Pen15 the other uh, the other night. So there's this scene where they all go to this cool girl's house and they drink one beer and they huff some air duster and they smoke a cigarette. They all share a cigarette and stuff. And the mom comes home and she finds a beer can on the floor. And she just starts freaking out and yelling at all the girls and then fucking, you know, picks, I got to call your mother. And I was in that, Kate, I was in that situation so many fucking times. You know what I finally thought of last night? What? Why didn't I just run? Like, why didn't I just take off? Like, wh what are they going to do? What are you going to fucking do, lady? Yeah. You nothing. know? 
But I thought they were all like had the authority of the state vested in them. Yeah, Adults. Grab you and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh I am starting to now deal think about like what if she goes and stays the night at somebody's house and they sneak out and then the mom catches them or dad catches them and then they call me and I have to come over and put on a show for them because I mean you can't just come over and pick her up and be like all right kid looks like you got in trouble (laughs) you you gotta go over there and put on a show for them you think do you no, I probably won't. I never yell at my kid. I can't do it. I don't see any reason to. Once they get to an age where the yelling at them doesn't work, there's no reason to yell. It's just being mean. Yeah. You know? 14. Yeah. I, I don't did. think I'm... I'm not... I don't think I'm into the... You see, I'm not so enthused about enrolling my daughter into Hellion Academy, as I think you are. I'm not... I don't <laughs> think she's going to be a hell... I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just there to make sure that everything goes okay. You know, like, I'm just there. I know she's going to sneak out, dude, because kids do it. I'm being mature and probably actually preparing for the worst when my kid isn't really like me. You know, but I don't so raise her like me and right. I don't teach her to be like it I doesn't was. doesn't make any sense to. That, <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make any sense to worry about stuff that might never happen. I know. I know. But that's part of being a parent. That's like the whole thing, right? Is that you spend 18 years or you spend a lifetime worrying about like this series of things that are supposed to happen that may or may not happen. I, I mean, at least that's how I've been. I, I have never just spent my time being a parent satisfied in the moment with what's happening. I always want to be prepared for the next thing that happens. So my mind runs wild. And I just start thinking like, okay, so what were some of the things? Because in the early days, it was very hard for me to try to guess what she was going to do. You know, because I don't remember being five, dude. Yeah. I don't remember being well, seven. It's easy. At all. Do you remember being five? Um, some of Mo- it, yeah. One memory from five? Can, yeah, but I remember the gist of it. That's all I remember is what I'm saying. Like All I but remember is like a rough amalgam of what five was. Yeah, but I don't remember anything that happened. I don't. Re- so I didn't remember like my feelings either. So I spent a lot of that time trying to get in her mind. You know, like, oh, what's going on over here? And then uh, now I'm just I remember this stuff, and I'm just being like, okay, you know, there's gonna be a lot of temptation to do certain things, and I don't think she's gonna drink. I don't think she's gonna. Uh, I don't think she's going to do drugs, but I do think she's going to sneak out. Like I, cause I just think that's such a, like a universal experience for growing up when you're not a nerd kid. A shroom seems to make people just make changes. I mean, it just drags out all the bad stuff and makes you look at it. You know, it just like goes up in the closet and is like, Here's all the stuff you've been thinking about. Like, are you going to do something about it or not? You know? I mean, when shit is fucked up, like, I, I just know that, like, I would go to work every day and be like, I got to quit this job. Yeah. But I can't. So you know what needs to be done. You yeah, know? exactly. If you're you in a bad relationship, you always know what needs yeah. to be done. You, he said, he was like, I knew three years ago I should have left her. He's yeah. like, it's crazy. I'm just thinking about all that time. He's like, I don't know what the future is like. But, like, I'm right now, it's like just three years ago I should have done this. And yeah. 
it's a lot of kicking the can down the road. Yeah, like yeah. It, I, I mean, I'm notorious for like I'm just gonna kick well, it down the road and I'll fucking I'll you know maybe it'll work out. I got the, I got a, I got a kicking the can down the road story too. So this week, uh, I went and took care of a car issue that had been around for a while. Um, I went to Jiffy Lube a couple weeks ago and got an oil change, and they were like, we recommend you rotate your tires. And I was like, okay, fine. They rotate the tires, I get my car, I go to drive away, and as I'm driving away, I notice that the steering wheel has like a jump in it. And I'm telling you right now, I realized I was supposed to turn around yes. and just go get it fixed. That's the thing to do. I mean, There's that's no not what I would do. put it either. off. I drove home. I was yeah. just like, oh, God damn it. I can handle I this. I had things to do. Well, I had things to do, and I didn't want to like have to go back and have them retake the tires fucking off and do all that. A bunch of people had already showed up behind me. And so I let it ride. And Erica was getting pissed, rightfully so. She was just like, you got to get this fixed. We can't have the wheels shaking on the van. And I'm just like, it's fucking fine. Who cares? It'll The tires will eventually like wear themselves out, and it'll yeah. be the same flatness. <laughs> And I let it go, let it go. She got a job interview that was like an hour and a half away. And she's like, I'm not going to drive an hour and a half away and, and, and with this wheel like this. I waited. She had to leave at 9 for the interview. I waited till 7 a.m. I looked when they opened. They opened at 8. So I woke up at 7 a.m., drove up there. I arrived. And you gave yourself an hour. Yeah. One hour. Well, yeah, I had to get ready and yeah, get everything together. I had to do like, a, I had to do my inversion table. I had to meditate. I had to write in my journal. I had to make sure I was like prepared to do this shit. That's such a close, uh, that man, that's a close, you're cutting it real close. I was. So I showed up, the guy is there. I'm like, I tell him what's up. He tells me to go inside. I go inside and the guy's like, uh, you're here for a tire rotation. And I said, yeah. He said, that's going to be 2149. I'm like, Oh God damn it. Whatever. Fine. I'll pay the 2149. Do you want my money now? And he's like, no, 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 we can wait. So the manager comes out and he's like, so uh, I heard uh, you say to the guy out there, you said that there's uh, the steering wheels moving. When does it happen? And I'm like, well, it happens like every, like all the time. He's like, it happens at every speed, even at low speed. I'm like, yes, even at low speed. So he's like, all right, all right, I'm going to look into it. And he goes, drives the car around the parking lot, comes back in and he goes, I don't feel that steering wheel moving at all. <laughs> Lying ass motherfucker. He's like, it started moving around 10 or 15 miles an hour, oh, but it didn't geez. do it at low speed. And I'm like, what the fuck, guy? Yeah. Well, like, I did it. Right. 15 miles an hour is low speed to me. Right. And then, and then so he's like, uh, so, so when did this happen? I was like a couple weeks ago. And he's like, no, I'm looking at your chart. This was a month ago. This was a month ago. And he goes, why didn't you bring it in after it happened? And I'm like, I don't know. I, it's just, I, you know, I got home and I had other errands to do. I had to pick up my kid from school. This was a lot, you know. You're getting a heavy business right, from right. this Right, right. He says that. And, I'm, and then he goes, uh, and then he goes, uh, okay, well, who did you talk to about it on the phone? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, who did you call in and talk to about this? I'm like, I didn't call in. And, he, and then he looks at me and he goes, so you didn't, you didn't bring the car back. And you didn't call in about the issue. And after he says that, I just look at him and go, I'm fucking lazy. I'm very lazy. He has to be understand. He has to understand that too, right? Yes. I said, I'm fucking lazy. And I just let like two breaths like hang in the air. I was just like, <sighs> I said, I'm lazy. I'm fucking lazy. And I hate dealing with cars. 
And then he looks at me and he goes, <clears throat> ah, okay. And then he leaves, goes, fix the goddamn thing, comes out, tells me you need to get a balance on your tires and doesn't charge me a thing and sees me on my way. Yeah. It was so fucking weird. Yeah. It was weird. It, I mean, I hate getting, I hate getting the business that you didn't do things right. Oh, when I know. You're like going for a service. It's like, come on, man. Just- I, I, of course. I wish, I wish things would have been different. How cool would it have been if I would have got my shit together? Yeah, it reminded me of myself. Yeah. I actually, I know it's been a month since I've been here because I'm counting the days every single day when I wake <laughs> up and whip myself over not bringing it fucking in here. You asshole. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're done. All right. I think we did it. I'm tired. I'm sorry. My kratom wore we off and to... my sickness is back. Yeah, that was the, um, that this is like what the uh, fireside street fight Whew. live show. Thank you for tuning in and watching what we do here. Uh, if you want to get more of what we do, it's over on Patreon.com. If you want to support with merchandise and physical zines, head to store.streetfightradio.com. Uh, you got to get in there and watch those videos, man. That new that grasshopper also will fucking change your life once you see Mitch. He's a he's a legendary guy uh, that we'll be talking about for a while. Um, I mean, he's not Steven. He's no Stevens, but he's great. Um, we appreciate everybody that supports what we do and hope you want to come see us. Get your tickets. The ticket links are going to be flying out soon. Check all the social medias at Street Fight WCRS. Um, if you want to support us via Vimeo, not Vimeo, Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. Why do I get those mixed up? They're close. They have like the same thing. Venmo. We are at Street Fight Radio. We are accepting uh, cash donations on Venmo because we're 21st century and know you kids like that shit. Uh, Thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. We're Street Fight. Peace.